Make sure you follow Spade One Worldwide for all your recording needs. I record my podcast right here at CNR Studios. It's great. They got mouthwash in the bathroom. You can bring your whole band in here, and they even let you pay in gold. For more information, hit them up on Instagram at Spade One Worldwide or at Cliff and Rico. And now let's start the show. I'm going to test this out right quick on yeah. Now keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I said what I said. I'm going to keep it real with you. Got a little inside scoop. You ready for it? Uh-oh. What is it? It's so juicy. Is that your man or no? Oh, my goodness. If it isn't Little Miss Attitude. And that's hitting the fuck. Single in the city, the real in relationships, and surviving single. With me, starring Chelsea. What's up, motherfucker? They can't hear you. Can they hear you? Yeah. You? Yeah. Barely. You know what, Samir? We're not doing this this week. No, I'm serious. <laughs> Say something. I just did. I said we're not can doing you, this this week. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You can't hear me. I mean, I can hear you because I'm sitting beside your ass while I'm talking about. It's- okay, everybody else can. Never mind. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> it's another week of being not so single as fuck in the world of Chelsea Lamar. And single as fuck. Living your... <laughs> walk in your purpose, bitch. My purpose? I mean, your truth. My truth. <laughs> that is not my purpose. <laughs> walk in your truth, bitch. Mama say, mama sa, mama kusa. All right, what's up, everybody? Um, it's a pretty special episode because we have Rico joining us. What's happening? What's happening? Wow, that's really cool, Rico. Rico's still behind the boards, but he's talking yeah. to us. I'm Yo, just trying to, trying to participate. Seeing our studios where you too can achieve this level of excellence, right, Rico? Hey man, I'm just you know just trying to participate. That's all. <laughs> right. It's like, hey, not what I, I said. You said you needed a man on the show. Goddamn, here I am. Let me just do my goddamn hey, I'm job. I'm feeling okay. in this week. You know what I'm saying? I just want to. Uh, we hello, appreciate that. Hello to everybody. Hi, mom. Uh, I yes, hope your mom. mama's not listening to this. <laughs> Who is that nasty girl you have on in your studio? <laughs> <Not> nasty. <laughs> Who that nasty woman? <laughs> but what's up? Uh, of course, we're gonna introduce our guest this week. So Rico already said a little something, but Rico, what's your ass fuck, man? Uh, you know me, man. I'm I'm married as fuck. Married as fuck. Congratulations. Yes. He know. has a new baby. <laughs> well, she's not, not so not new, that anymore. new anymore. I mean, they new to their year. She she's uh, uh nine and a half months now. <laughs> she knew. She, she, she lose she... that new car smell Wait, around she... um one. Uh, she was born in March, March 21st. Oh, okay. She's a That's the same as my God's not Wait, he's the 23rd. Don't even know your people. These Aries is... Yeah, so she's got a birthday Special. coming up. We're excited about it. Okay. I'm excited about my God's All right. My girl, my play cousin is back, Trinise. Hey. What's up, Tristan? Girl. So much. That sounds like you ready to unpack. <laughs> Completely. I got all my suitcases ready. Girl. You know your girl about to, you know your friend about to tell you a whole bunch of shit. Girl. girl. <laughs> or bitch. No, like, that's oh, for the real sure. one. That's, that's the a, tea. That's when you, you know, it's you about to hear some shit. When like, you hear bitch, bitch. Oh, no, it's bitch. bitch. And then there's bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I'm bracing myself. Like, who we got to fight? Right. Uh, so, Tracy, what is your S-Fuck? Hmm. Since the last episode that I was on? That was just two weeks ago. But a just, lot of things like, can I change. I said what I said. 
A lot of things can change in two weeks. Absolutely. So what's your ass fuck? It's definitely not as complicated. Okay. Definitely more so single as fuck. And it's oh. wonderful. Oh. Yeah. It got real, real quick. I told you I said, good girl. So. Sorry, I feel like the mic is so far away from or you just why like did black you hold it like that your she likes black objects in her mouth. <laughs> I mean, right? I don't mind those, but I do feel like I'm like leaning forward. <laughs> That's how you have to get into it. You have to lean into it. <laughs> I don't need to be taught. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Oh shit. <laughs> well, bitch, you might be a little rusty according doing. to my calculations. You don't what know everything, Chelsea. Uh-oh. Also, you've been deceiving the guests. No. The listeners. We have not talked about my life. Her exploits. Or your my... lack thereof because you tell us that you don't. We should talk about it. No, we, we don't have to. There's so much to talk about. We should definitely talk about it. There's so much to talk about. Okay. So we also want to Nothing's happened introduce... in 2019. Nothing's happened. Well, shit. Nothing <laughs> happened in 2019 for me either. And I got a whole bitch. <laughs> a whole one. A, a whole one. one. Not a half one. <laughs> A whole bitch. I'm, I'm with you. It's definitely nothing going on in 2019 right now. Rico, anything happening in 2019? I'm all about this paper. Actually, I'm all about this gold. We need to talk. That's, but, the, that's all I'm about, 2019. <laughs> every, every, every opportunity, I'm about increasing streams right now. Okay. Um, so. I can dig it. Streams of revenue for you broke bitches. Streams. <laughs> they was like, he for on you, Spotify? For you ignorant hoes. <laughs> he on Spotify? He got too? Damn, this thing is going double. Shut up, Chelsea. You got to break it down for the basic bitch. A new tributary for y'all. Tributary. Oh, see, now you've gone too far. That's the T word. Fuck that. That's the, what, Britain? That's the PWI word. We didn't get those at the HBCU. Shut up, Chelsea. Okay, when our hand me down books, they tore that page out. Um, But we do have a special friend dropping in, and he's, I just met him, like, literally chilling out in the studio. What's up, J.R.? John. John, are you John or are you JR? Who are you? For the ladies, he's John. Oh, oh, that's number three. Oh, oh, Jay sound like he fuck you with the Tims on. (laughs) 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 Sling that dick. (laughs) (laughs) And depending on how good it is, you get different names. Okay. That's how that works. No, a nigga, yo, Jay. If a nigga walk up to you, like, what's your name? Jay. Run. He gonna fuck your life up with that big girl. <laughs> <laughs> no single letter name. Literally. <laughs> well, hold on. Well, How does J that translate to a female? Because a lot of people call me T. Uh, you fucking niggas eyes up? I can if I need to. Oh. Well, first of all, I feel like this is coming from malicious. <laughs> I can if I need to. I, John was giving us a good fuck up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your fuck up sounds like a consequence. Like, it definitely is. Hey, we know to stay on your good side. <laughs> right, right. Right. The no, bitch, like, <laughs> you know how you be like, I'm, I'm a scared. Lover. No, bitch, I'm really scared. <laughs> like, whoa. I'm a lover, not a fighter. That's not what it sounded like. <laughs> they didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't. And she stay strapped. I'm. I'm not. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, Jay, what's your ass fuck? Are you single as fuck? Is it complicated as fuck? Or do you have a wifey as fuck? Uh, well, I just got engaged as fuck. Oh, yeah. congratulations! Yes, <laughs> yes, black love. Well, I'm a wedding photographer. Yes, defy the odds, my nigga. Okay. Not, not yeah, defy the definitely. odds. 
Yes. <laughs> so when did you get engaged? Like a week ago. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. New Year? You been getting plenty of pussy in 19. Yeah. You done put the deposit down, you better. <laughs> What? Nigga give me a ring. He's getting pussy for the first 30 days. On, on Look at me. Blink twice if you want it. Well, I'm Kegels not on deck. Okay. Kegels on deck. I hope she listening, man. Hey. Squeeze that bitch. Put, put in a little extra work for that ring. You gotta yeah. let him know you appreciate it. Fiance. I'm proud of you for recognizing what the fuck you yeah. have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Let me show you how proud I am of you, nigga. Give me that dick. Let me suck it right now. You look like you want your dick, sir. Damn, amen. <laughs> I just cooked your I would dinner. Love to just hear that. I just cooked your dinner, but do you want me to suck like your dick right now? Yeah, oh, you want it now or later? Yeah. No? Okay. You gonna right. have a nigga spoiled like? <laughs> oh, I won't doing that when I had a nigga. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 uh. Did you pay the cable bill? Ain't okay. It. No, you don't we get your dicks like you pay the cable bill. Oh my god, man, just the cable. Bill. <laughs> no, I need you to pay all the bills. That's how I mean it. That's that's how fuck niggas work. Like that's the remedial niggas that I fuck the with. Remedial. I just want you to pay the goddamn cable bill and you can get some head. If you was paying the rent. What? So what happened to a nigga that paid a mortgage? A nigga that paid, paid a, a mortgage? mortgage? Might get a See, no, it <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck that. No, 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 no. Because sometimes that's still not they paying on, fuck right? That. Sometimes they paying all the bills and then they feel like they just it's a complete entitlement. Um, in a, in a way, I feel like you are. No, in a way, in if a, you're not in a way, well, okay, but so say so say they're paying the bills, but they're not doing shit else. So but that's different. If you if you're a good man and you paying the bills, right. like we, we're talking about the perfect storm, the perfect trifecta. Tracking. We're not okay. talking about you know what I'm saying these basic ass Southside niggas with the goals and the Gucci belt. Oh, that sounds pretty. But they paying all that the- sounded personal. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're, uh, yeah. They're, I don't even pay all the bills. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I'm talking about like the perfect trifecta. Like you got a good man, right? He's treating you good. He's fucking you good, and he's paying the bills. Girl, let me call him right now. A sense of entitlement, <laughs> yes, indeed. Let me call you him. Are, right you now. are entitled. <laughs> you are the fuck entitled. <laughs> Why? I, was, I, I didn't know. Thank you. Okay, so Samia, we didn't get to you. I already said it. I want. Oh, I want to make it clear. I am single as fuck. Yes, bitch. Yes, queen. <laughs> queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Um, so I, Trinice and I went to Versus <laughs> last night, and it was so great to see Samia in her her zone. I mean, she had her fucking thighs out. Oh my god. She had a cold motherfucking shoulder shirt on. The the fucking wrap was wrapped perfectly. <laughs> Thighs was out. The motherfucking thighs was out. She had an ankle boot on. And exfoliated. Yes. She had her makeup was popping. And then she had a red lip. She had a holiday lip on. Oh my gosh. It It was was, you looked really pretty and it was really great. So versus for me is like my Friday night. I don't go to the club. I don't go to lounges. Um so Tuesday nights are like my Friday nights. Yeah. That's the only reason why. Yeah. Mm. I put a little more effort. Well, appreciate you it. You looked great. We had Thank a great you. time. I'm so glad y'all came. I'm actually going to post that video of when I saw Samia up on the Single in the City page. It was on the stories, but we're going to put it on the page. Don't do that because people in the were light, sliding you can see DM. through my shirt and my bra is showing. It's Oh, okay. yes, bitch. You're going to get choked. No. <laughs> that is not. No. It's not. <laughs> 
You gonna get the fuck chose, bitch. You gonna get flewed out. But my question is, she gonna get flewed out in Rico. I don't. Or it wasn't intended. Not fucking Henrico. I have this thing with bras. Like, I I have this thing with bras. And it was just like my shirt was thin. And then with the light showing, I could see my bra. But this is my question. That's my big deal. Who cares? I'll be, I'll be wearing shirts that my nipples, my nipples probably showing right now a little bit. No, but I'm saying Listen, that's a, a natural problem thing. Don't hurt, look, don't break your engaged ass neck. <laughs> I said my nipples probably showing. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking you. Look at me on the mic. Ah 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 ah
Okay. Okay. So in case anyone is unfamiliar with the single song of the week, because sometimes I get so caught up, I don't do it to the motherfucking end, but you listened. <laughs> but you listened, okay? But you didn't leave a review with your black ass. Because niggas <laughs> love to fucking listen, but and they don't like to write. Okay. <laughs> Shit. So if everybody read it. Listen to the podcast. Leave a review, please. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. So this would be a perfect time to put in like a I was um, thinking commercial. Okay, okay. okay. I'm gonna right. be Th- quiet. Thanks. Cut Spoiler. me out. Cut me out. All right. So the single song. I'm gonna give you the lyrics to a song. You have to guess what song it is. Okay, and it's gonna fit like my mood. All right. <clears throat> Stop. Wait a minute. The way you moving that girl. You didn't got my heart all in it. I know this song, but I don't know this song. Well, this song Do you need it again? Sound like some Nelly shit. Rico, your ass is always off. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of got the air right, though. Okay, so we're going to do it again. Stop. Wait a minute. The way you move that girl, you done got my heart all in it. Bitch, I'm stumped. Jay? And I got just want to be with you tonight. <laughs> I wish y'all could have... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Lloyd, yeah. Young yes. Boy. Yes. I was that was No, because no, that would give it away. I never knew what he was saying right there. That's true. Cool. She said minute. that he's fine too. She's fine too. I did say that though. I don't know what I said, but yeah, the single song <laughs> of the week. Your, your, your uh, Lloyd was dope, man. Lloyd was dope. Mm-hmm. Lloyd, was, Lloyd New Joint is dope. That caramel. I, I, I was going to make that the single song of the week. Because I wouldn't have known. I haven't yeah, I, don't, I would have got that one. <laughs> yeah, I love that song. Shout out to Lloyd. He's super cool. But shout out to Lloyd. I'm have Lloyd on it. <laughs> but um, I chose that song because I'm still getting... I finally purchased my ticket for the Millennium Tour. So I'm you super going? excited. Yes. Where? So Hampton. Hampton, okay. B2K, Pretty Ricky, Lloyd, Mario, Ying Yang Chin, Ying Yang Chins. Ying Yang Twins. Ying Yang Twins and Chingy. So it's going to be super dope and I'm really fucking excited. I'm sorry, nobody on that list makes me want to be like, I have to go to this concert. Mm. But it's a little bit All you had to say was motherfucking B2K and Pretty Ricky. See, they came out when I was like in college. They were, I was in high school. Yeah, I was much older by then. That's when you thought she was grown and you thought she was like listening to some, well, you were listening to nasty music. Right. But you you had to have music to fuck. (laughs) Now, if I go to like, if I'm about to fuck a nigga and he's got to have the right soundtrack or playlist, I'm like, oh, hell nah. Right. Your dick is too immature to be over here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can tell your stroke game is whack because you're trying to stay on beat, okay? <laughs> and you picked a mid-tempo song. Fuck out of here. And it's so you don't like fucking the music? I, it's not that I don't mind fucking some music. I just think it's like so like childish and played out to have the playlist ready. Like when you're a kid, you like thinking about the moment. Like okay, I'm gonna have this song and I'm gonna have boyfriend number two come on. And so you actually have like a soundtrack to the. I mean, I play music, but it doesn't have to be like. A particular playlist. Unless I, I know no. those songs. Okay, so we're all going to act like there wasn't a time when you had your fuck playlist. And you made it specifically for fucking. Um, could I say something? Yeah. Because you know, I'm an OG in the game right mm-hmm. now. You know what I'm saying? You had your cassette. And, and I'm a DJ. Yeah. So I used to make uh, slow jam mixtapes. 
And I made them for me, but I also sold them and made money from them. But that's a whole nother hustle, you know what I mean? But because <laughs> all you, you know, think about is back money. back in my day, it was appropriate to have a playlist. I don't think there's anything wrong I, with it. I, I, you don't I don't want to be fucking in like wrong. some Kirk Franklin coin. If you just randomly <laughs> if you got it on shuffle, I think she's saying. I think she's saying. I think she's saying if she come in the if she come in the room ready to get it in. And the dude be like, hold on, before we fuck, let me grab my, my yeah, sex playlist real Yeah, yeah. She's going to be like, yo, bro, really? Yo, Thank like, because I just I imagine, like, them young, corny ass, like, not even going to say corny ass, because that's just the time. Like, when you're in college or in high school, when you just really thinking and fiending about this pussy, and, like, the way, like, it to me is like, you don't have to do all that. Like, chill. Like, if it's playing, it's but playing. See, a dude might be thinking that's what y'all want, though, you know? True. See, so might, let me. But see, it. if y'all niggas paid attention... My um, if y'all niggas pay attention, <laughs> music soundtrack, yeah, right? that's all I right. say. Sometimes nigga, I just want to hear them cheeks. You can knock on the slap. table like school, make a beat on the table. I just want to hear them cheeks. But sometimes y'all gotta be clear here. and say, I look, 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 oh, hey, no, you just gotta <laughs> say, fuck that tape. Bring your ass here. Don't yes. Leave that shit over there. Bring Leave your that. ass over here. Rico, stop like saying that. tape. It's I making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I told you I'm an OG. Nigga. Rico, you got to stop saying tape. I'm Mixed really tapes. uncomfortable with that. It's really unsettling. <laughs> it's like tape. That's it. <laughs> you know, like the, the tape used to get off when it get messed up or jammed. But I do, like, I think about... Um, it is always that one song on the playlist that fucks it up. Like that Kirk Franklin somehow made it you know, on there. Okay, or some like melodramatic ass yes. R&B music and you're like, I don't really want to hear this right now. You oh, fucking. you know what this made me think of? Yeah. On the Single in the City Instagram page today, I posted a picture of a box. And <laughs> the box was labeled Stories of My Fake Orgasms. I saw that shit. Goddamn shame. So, um, I went on and shared my story of the time I faked an orgasm because we all do. And it kind of basically went like this. I was really feeling this guy and everything was dope about our situation. Like, he was nice. He was funny. He was fine as fuck. We, We vibed. But his head was the worst head I've ever received in my natural black-ass life. (laughs) It was like he took a weed whacker and just let it go on my pussy. Like, and he was, like, uncoachable. He was uncoachable. Like, I couldn't... I was like, nigga, are you thirsty? You got dry mouth? Stop smoking all that weed. Your mouth is dry. It was just like... Everything about it wasn't good. So I was like, you know what? The head's not good. Because he tried to get me started with the head and moved on to sticking his penis in me. But I was like squeezing. I was squeezing for dear life. I was putting them kegels to use. And I could not get a grip of the dick. Like, So it was small? It was It was a good dick. It was Everything about this sex was trash. And so we're fucking. And I'm like... Oh, yes. Oh, right there, right there, right there. So what was your real facial expression? That was it. (laughs) Yeah, you know, you got to act like they put it in your guts. Uh, uh, Yeah, yes. Right there, right there. Chelsea, we don't need all of that. (laughs) Had to set the scene. (laughs) And And, he's like, keep it going. going. (laughs) Show engaged. (laughs) (laughs) His, his fiance, but uh uh, nigga. 
Okay, you ain't never going back there. See a Studios? No, uh-uh. See a host studio. That's what it really is. You know, bitches like, uh-uh, nigga. Talking about you was hanging out with your boys, but it's three bitches in there. Hey, you know I kept quiet. <laughs> married nigga. No. Right. You know how that culture, Rico. So he's, he's hitting it from the back. I'm like giving it like, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And he says, my dick isn't even in. How did you not know that his dick wasn't in from the back? Yes. That's how small it was. And I'm not dick shaming him. It was Kinda. that small. Kinda. <laughs> so hold up, hold you're up. You're making noise. Kind of. Like you're literally wa- shaming him. He wasn't even like inside. He, you were just like making noise. Yeah. So what was he doing? Slapping his legs on your butt? Like, yes. It was that bad. Like, it was that bad. Like, oh God, it's fucking tragic. People, Chelsea. You don't know about anybody's dick until it's too late. But now I'm piping the fuck up. No pun intended. I am telling a nigga, ah, ah, ah. Put that away. We ain't doing that. I can't believe. Or if it's not working, I'm not gonna fake. But But he told me that the dick wasn't in, and then I look dumb. But this is the thing. You would think. <laughs> then you just call away on your off. Oh, <laughs> 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 Because it was it was more like a praying mantis. I just kind of like went down, like, but I stayed on all fours. That arch fell, and then, I, and then I turned it into like a balled up on the side fetal position, like with I'm your back sleep. to him. With your back to him. I sleep. I just got real tired. Well, I caught a cramp. Don't worry about it. It's okay. We'll do it tomorrow. But no, it was weird okay. because we were both looking like what the fuck? Because he's looking. What do we were, do now? Right. Both right. of us was looking dumb because. I look dumb because it's like, bitch, you really like putting on. And he looks dumb because his he dick never wasn't said putting anything. on. But he never said anything even with you making all this noise. I guess he was like, I'm going to just let her look dumb for a minute. And I'm throwing it bike. I'm like, yes. Uh. Yeah, that's on him. But you would True. think if he had trash dick, like he'd be able to do good head. But clearly, he's no, an anomaly. Either one. So that, that's one of my tragic orgasm stories. I mean, anytime you don't have an orgasm, it's tragic. Uh, you um, know, he, he needed a mixtape with a slow jam. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I was missing. Uh, no, distraction. He, he, he had one of Rico's mixtapes. Yeah, hit the rim on that joke. <laughs> okay, so let me ask you guys a question because we do have some music heads and you know, we're talking about sexy music and music that puts you in the mood. What is your go-to song, no matter when you hear it, you like, yeah, that's it, I'm ready to fuck? Or it's just a sexy song to you. Trinise? Yes, I have one. Carl Thomas. Summer Rain, bitch? No, no. <laughs> we had a whole album. That's why we're not talking to her no more. <laughs> No goddamn it's been real. Um, this will be my last podcast. Um, I appreciate all you guys' support and leave reviews, but I'm not coming back after that. Okay. No, no, no. Okay, hold on. It's Carl Thomas. It was his first album. Okay. No, this was before quite a few of these. Thank you. Before quite a few of these times, but. I gotta find it, but it is still depending on Carl. Okay, so we'll come back and get the title. Yes. Um, but Carl Thomas for Trinise. Samia, is there a song? I want to hear the guys. 
first, or this, just this is not your show. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I'm, actually, no, because I need to look on my thing. Too. Okay, I wasn't trying I, to take over your. If show. you gotta look, no, because you gotta know your no. Okay, if you know it, you know it. it I do no know. Like, okay, so I do know it. But confession, <clears throat> I have a playlist. Oh, I thought you were about to say I, confessions. I was like, oh, God, damn. No, 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 nigga, no, get no. cheating on you and stuff. No, I, my confession is that I have a playlist of songs that. Uh, That's why you was going so hard. <laughs> no, I don't. It's not a playlist that I'm like, ooh, I'm about to fuck. Let me play it. Like but a slow jam playlist. Yeah, I have one too. Um, so mine is Neo Say It, mm. and That's it's another a, Neo, Neo song one. from. An- I just asked for one. Okay, <laughs> I'm don't just worry. playing. What's Here that she one? go. Y'all What's see jazz. Mm-hmm. What's I'm, the other song? I'm being bullied. I gotta look it up, but, but you said it's not my song. It's been a while since Samia has some dick. She <laughs> does need to go deep in the file to get the song. Okay. There's the songs. third time you said something shady in seconds. You don't know when the last time I had sex was. Actually, I do. You really don't. Oh. oh <laughs> shit. So, Ooh. I <laughs> <laughs> okay, bitch. We're gonna Excuse talk me. off mic. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Engagement. Engagement. What's your go-to J. John, song? J. R. Why you gotta do me like Jimmy? That? I don't I know what his name that. is. My go-to song. What's the question again? Repeat the question. Nigga, you just said it. Your go-to song. Like for, for, for getting it, like a Get song. In the mood. Yeah. Whenever you hear it, you like. That's it. That's a sexy song. I'm ready to fuck. It just makes you think it's sexy. It's a sexy ass song. Um, you know that John? Uh, what's that John called? Uh, can't think of the name right now. Who's it by? I think it's Luke Nasty, I think. Oh, wow. Whoa. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Damn. I want to run. I want to run. I want to That's <laughs> it. Okay. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I can't. Luke Nasty. Uh, what the? So the other one for me was Mira. I told y'all he was fucking in, fucking in the Tim. <laughs> that sounds like an old fucking in the Tim ass song. Okay, it was who? Mira by Neo. Oh, yeah. Neo, Neo was giving us some um, sexy bops. Uh, Rico. <clears throat> so, um, you know, while y'all was discussing yeah. this, I, I was kind of thinking about it, and, and I had to really change mm-hmm. my first answer, so I'm going to go with my second answer right now, and it would be uh, Independent by Lil Boosie. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the ignorance. <laughs> but she got to bounce on the dick. I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D. So I had to go with my second choice. Okay. What was your first choice? This go- is not. Okay, this okay. Is okay. Not. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm not, I'm not saying JR, anything. JR, what did you say? DJ Luke Nasty on the way. What? You I'm on the way. Oh, y'all got copyrights on here or something? No, nah, we can play 30 seconds. All right. That's within law. Hold it to the mic. Niggas refuse to buy Apple music. Oh, yeah, it's real. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I mean, y'all know a song, so I'm on the way. I'm on the way. It's new? Nah, it's it's kind of. I'll look it up on Apple music. Because that was a sample. Yeah, that was a sample of Tony, 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 but. Yeah, it is a sample of that. It's newer. It's newer. Yeah, it's newer. Yeah. Yeah, I know who it is. I'm on the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. There uh-huh. we go. That song. It has a little mm-hmm. rap in it, too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Yeah. Look at niggas. Fucking you in the Tim. He 
making a play. I'm coming over. Nigga. What part of town you from? East End. Of course. Uh, <laughs> I have no reference of that. It's okay. <laughs> All right. I would tell it. y'all my first choice. I'm gonna tell you, because I already know what you're gonna say. So my my go to song right now that I think is like so sexy, and I feel sexy when I hear it is Tank When We. Yeah. Tank yeah. When We is like a sexy. Some of you don't know it. I do know what oh, that song well, is. Oh, and can I make a... Tank caught me off guard with that joint, though, because yeah. he, was, he was talking crazy. Yes, I and was he like, has um, a song called Savage, which is also sexy. But the reason oh, I yeah. asked you what was on your, like, your go-to song, and Rico said he had to adjust his go-to song, more than likely, it's by R. Kelly. I don't know if I should agree because I no, might get it's okay. It's okay. No, I think it's okay. We like all R. fuck Kelly with R. Kelly. You're right. It's not like it's nothing wrong. That's, not that's why we're so upset. Is because we all liked R. Kelly. Like right. we all fucked with his music. So it's nothing wrong with saying that. No, that we all fuck to his music. I, fuck. I don't recall a time that I've had sex to an R. Kelly song. Maybe something he's written. Your or body produced. calling. I've, had I've never had sex to that song. R. Kelly albums, like yeah. whole albums. I'm with it. I'm with it. So that leads me to Dang, the that's scroll. A long time. That leads me to the scroll. What? I Nothing. didn't give my song. Oh, what is the song? <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's the song? It's "Breathe" by Neo. So it's not Carl Thomas. And Carl Thomas, hey lady, excuse me. I, I don't she, know. She that broke song. the uh, one song. She went into deep cut. Yeah, but because she didn't get no. yelled at like I did. Yeah. What? Because I, I don't know what it is. I don't what, know what Carl it is. Thomas, hey lady, mom, hey lady. Uh. Uh-uh. It's on his his album. This is an old. Album. I'm sorry, I've from... never listened to a Carl Thomas album. Well, he came out in 2000. <laughs> has, has anybody in this room listened to a Carl Thomas album? Not a whole. Yes, Not the old album. He was, his old. His was, was 2000 okay. album. The first okay. one. The very first one. Okay. Well, the reason that was a little segue from talking about the song that puts you in the mood to now we're going to transition to the scroll. And the scroll is hot topic item, I mean, hot topics from this week that relate to relationships, being single, or just being in the fucking world. Which brings me to Surviving R. Kelly. How did everybody feel? Did everyone see Surviving R. Kelly? I did not. It was a lot to get in. I haven't seen it. I have not seen the whole thing. No. You've seen pieces of it? Like a little small piece. Right, snippets on it. I'm getting the Facebook uh, version of it. Yeah. You don't got cable? No, I got cable. I just don't want to watch it. Oh, oh, okay. oh, I get what you're saying. Because, I mean, honestly, everything does kind of like the social media cycle. Samia? I, why do you say it like Cause that? Because you're just looking. Go. <clears throat> um, I started watching it, and I could not finish it. Okay. You so do you to... want to talk about it? No, I don't mind talking about it. It's just, so for me, this is going to get real dark, though. I mean, we can keep it real. You can. Okay, so for me, it Looking brought back. up a lot of, um, like, unsettled emotions for me. Um, when I was in high school, I was sexually assaulted, and I felt like, the things that they were saying just brought up so many emotions that I hadn't dealt with. Mm-hmm. And the things that they said about him remind me of mm. an emotionally abusive relationship I was in. So I got through Thursday. I got through Friday because I was with my friend, but I could not watch 
um, anymore. Yeah, I couldn't watch it. Well, I understand that. I mean, in watching Surviving R. Kelly, I am blessed to have never been sexually assaulted or abused. Um, But my anxiety was through the roof just watching it. Like, literally, my anxiety almost kept me from, like, being... I didn't sleep that night. I, I stayed up for hours after watching it. And I think that I get what you're saying because there's been a lot of mixed conversation as pertains to R. Kelly. And some people saying that they're able to separate the art from the man. So what do you? what is your stance on that, everybody? I I can't. Like, okay, I was raised or sneaking in my mom's cassettes. No, just kidding. <laughs> but no, but sneaking in a room and taking her CDs and going to listen to them. And mm-hmm. being a young girl, that's... I was pretty much raised listening to R. Kelly. So enjoying this man's music over the span of my life. And Literally, then, yeah. You know what I mean? Over a span. And the different emotions, different songs invoke, just thinking off of memories, it's mm-hmm. like, this. it's almost like you kind of inadvertently let him into a part of your life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? A and lot of artists, I mean, R. Kelly is a huge artist. Like you said, his, his music transcends for decades. Right. So, like, R. Kelly is the artist that my mom and I could have went to a concert together and he would have released music from her day all the way up to present day and we would have been able to jam. So I think that being able for me to separate the artist from the art is re- the artist from the person is really hard because sometimes once you know something, it just changes how you even think about it. Right. So like now those songs, knowing that the inspiration were victims of his, abuse I'm like no it doesn't even I can't even hear it the same because my imagination is programmed different now what do you think Rico well you know I'm a creative and I'm gonna be trying to I'm I'm gonna be very careful with my words because I I want to be conscious and sensitive Mm -hmm. to victims of sexual abuse Uh, I'm one of those people that can separate the artist from the person Mm. um, because I don't think it's possible to erase memories that that music created for you. Right. There's some some uh, some parents out there are looking at children that they made from an mm-hmm. R. Kelly. Like I said, I, I've I've had sex to albums. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And right. we knew throughout uh, a period of time that he may have had a thing for young women. I don't know to the extent what he was doing. Right. I don't condone what he was right. doing. I don't know his personal life. I connected with the music, not so much the person. Because I'm a music guy, um, I, you know, I, I think that those women that were uh, abused should speak, should mm-hmm. tell their stories. I, I particularly um, just I listen to the music. Okay. And, uh, so, so the question, so you would say you're still listening to R. Kelly music? No, you I, still I, I don't. I don't listen to R. <clears throat> Kelly music. I, I I really don't. You won't hear me like bumping R. Kelly even when I DJ. <laughs> I don't really play art. I may play Step I'm in the Name. I'm talking about like in your personal, like because you know, like at no, this no, point, I, people are I, making I a conscious decision. I, mean, I haven't bumped R. Kelly for like you know five, seven years. Well, you know, I'm saying had, now that you know what you know, or, I don't really know or, or anything. You know, I know, you know I don't what's know out anything. there. I don't know anything because okay, I haven't I'm watched asking, the series. So you, now that you know that, you don't have to watch the series to know the allegations. Like you said, you you caught it on I, Facebook. I know the man went to, you know, they accused him of something. He went to court. He was acquitted. You know, there's a lot of stories that go on. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of media crucifixions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would have to sit down with R. Kelly and have a man-to-man conversation with him before I can 
you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a judge. I'm not going to be judging nobody. I'm not here to judge anybody. All so I, the all question I, I, is, it's not about like, oh, I wasn't playing R. Kelly music before. I think it's a now people are making the conscious decision that I cannot. Why now though? Why mm-hmm. now? Just because Lifetime came out? Why now? I'm just asking. I mean, because these Aaliyah stories have been out for a long time. These, I mean, a whole lot of stories have been out. He'd been to court. He'd been, you know, but why that, now make a decision? Why not make a decision 10 years ago? Or, well, you know? well, that's the thing. Like you said, like, you're a different generation than I. I'm familiar with R. Kelly. But I had heard the, the Aaliyah rumors or like they were married but the thing is that's not a part of my history i didn't live through that so i don't i wasn't around for the like or understanding at the peak of what the controversy with r kelly was i came in at r kelly by the time r kelly came around us he was ignition r kelly right you know what i mean so my image of him and what trials he went through was a bit different because i didn't endure those so for the like mute R. Kelly movement is more so about making the conscious decision because if you watch the series, even if you just, like you said, we can never 100% know for a fact what has happened, right? right? Because we weren't there. But at a certain point that you have to understand like there's some validity to something because this pattern wouldn't continue. And even in this situation of even Bill Cosby, tried to stand up for himself or say I wasn't guilty and R. Kelly is time and time again and that's the frustration with women especially our black culture is that like R. Kelly hid in plain sight from us and so many times we sleep under the rug when people tell us when like say if someone says that they're a victim of some type of abuse we take all of these other things into consideration instead of the victim you feel me? right and that's why I separate the music from the person and, and from, from the personal things that have happened because of his personal decisions. So are you saying you not don't because, believe it? No, I'm not saying I don't believe it. I don't, I'm not saying I don't believe it. What I'm saying is with, with, with the personal things that happened with him and those women remain with him and those women and the personal realm of things. I, I, I created experiences for myself mm-hmm. using his music and... That's all, that's the way I separate the two. Okay. So I don't I don't condone anything he did personally, but I can't forget. I mean, I remember I a whole lot of dope shit I did with some R. Kelly playing in the background. That's all I'm we, trying to say. I get what you're saying as far as we can't un- like program um, the memories that we made with that person. Because, but what I'm saying, I know I, I I know stories about him that I won't talk about right now that I've had with people du- directly affected by some personal relationships of his. Directly. Mm-hmm. You know, that live in Chicago. And I'm not going to get into the stories, but even then, I decided, you know what, I, I still like his music, but because people feel a certain way about him, I may not need to play it so much at parties and, 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 and you know, involve too much R. Kelly because I'm he's controversial. I'm judging DJs that play R. Kelly stuff. Exactly. So, so you know, I may play, again, Step in the Name of Love, Backyard Party, but I'm not, you know, I don't get too far outside of that. I mean, because they're cool dance songs. I mean, because I, that's as far as I'm willing to go right now. But I think, <laughs> right, okay. so even right now, you want to? I mean, some of the people I play for, the adult crowds I play for, 
you know, they still dance. They dance to the shit. You know what I'm saying? So, Jr., you say you didn't see Jay. Jay. Excuse me. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> you didn't see the documentary. But what are kind of like your thoughts about everything that's going on surrounding R. Kelly right now? Well, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't go like playing R. Kelly at a cookout if I was a DJ or nothing like that. I was, I would, I would definitely take his name out my rotation right now. But are you on the mute R. Kelly things, tip but, right now? Um, I'm on the what? The mute R. Kelly movement. Are you muting R. Kelly for personal reasons? Are you like I can't I, say that. I can't say that, but. I will say this. I, I'm I'm with Spade. I don't think he's re- real relevant in the music game right now. Anyway, I don't think it's about his relevance. I think you know, it's about. So it, it, I think it'll be what do you want to go burn his old CDs? You know, or go stomp and break his old CDs that you have or something like that. Because I don't really. I mean, but I, if he if he put out something tomorrow today, I wouldn't go bad definitely. And I think it will be based on what's going on now. You right. wouldn't buy anything new, but, but you're gonna continue nah, to the stuff. I would not you're... burn my old R. Kelly. Are you shit. listening to R. Kelly? If it come on, hey, look, I'm gonna nah. put it to you like this: if, if one of his nobody's hits come listening on, to R. I, Kelly I, right now, I I'm think y'all gonna, are missing if, it. If some of the hits come on, like if I'm list, listening to XM, or I'm not mm-hmm. gonna switch the station if a hit comes on, just because yeah. it's okay. just because a Lifetime ran a, st- uh, a TV series. Right. I'm not gonna do. I think you're minimalizing it. I'm sorry because yes, I do. That was minimalization. It feels like, I'm just wondering, that you don't necessarily believe it? I'm not saying I don't believe it. I don't know the story. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know the story. I've heard the rumors, but I don't know the the real story. From what you've heard? From what you've heard? I I, I haven't really heard anything. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm I'm about this money. I'm not listening to what's going on with R. Kelly. I just got a question. Was he he hitting on them or something like that? Because I didn't see it. I'm just asking. Hitting on them as far as... Physically, like, yeah, was he yeah. smacking him around and things mm-hmm. like that? Okay, yeah, I mean, crazy. more yeah, than I just, didn't know that. More than just that's that. What I'm I don't want to be misinformed about it. Let me just kind of brief you. Yeah. We can make this a condensed version. Um, R. Kelly, Daytime made this uh documentary with uh Drea Kelly, who was R. Kelly's ex wife, um, and about six or seven other women, including Sparkle, who used to uh work with him. Mm-hmm. In, in the project as well. Um, so, it, it's almost hard to... They literally bought in his high school teacher. These are people that know him from back then. He has his brothers. And all of them have talked about how R. Kelly has, over the course... He was graduated from high school and still in Chicago. In his, uh, he was about 23. He was still going to the high school, picking up girls. Um, and how his own teacher was like, Robert, you got to leave these girls alone. Leave them alone and, you know, mess up somebody else's life. These girls are too young. His brothers talk about how he has always had a thing for younger women. These women go into very detailed cases of... um, It's not just that he's... Before... Okay, I'm trying to frame... It was literally a lot. It's... What seven six hours worth of a documentary? Yeah, and, and I, I, to be right. honest with you, I, again, I feel for the victims. I, it's not that I don't believe it; I just don't have you know six seven hours to spend to watch it. Well, it's not about the six or seven hours. I mean, at this point, I think that there's enough. If the even if there's speculation and this much evidence that a man is a sexual predator among us, and you know. Continuing to support someone like they talk about how many women uh, he's paid has settlements with, 
uh, for inappropriate behavior. And he's running a sex cult and keeping these women, I'm not going to say a sex, a cult-like, where he's keeping these women away from their families and being, there's no difference between, he's a sexual predator and he is a, all of the characteristics of an abusive man, isolating a woman, these women haven't even been able to speak to their families. You don't have to know all of the details just to know, like, this is not a good person and I don't want to support them. Right. And by supporting them, when you continue to stream... Because I believe the victims of of this whole R. Kelly thing. And when you continue to stream and continue to listen and radio can play him, it's putting money and it's fueling this monster because R. Kelly has been able to hide in plain sight because he's still creating this music and turning out hits and he's able to pay people. And I think it's important for us to acknowledge like victims of sexual assault, the mentality that we have as far as like a lot of people don't come forward. Everybody's like, Oh, why are they just deciding to come forward? It's been so long. And a lot of people don't come forward because kind of that same mentality of, Oh, it's just a story that ran. You know? Or he's got enough money to extort them. Right. What do you think, Samia? Um, so as far as the music, I stopped listening to R. Kelly um a long time ago. Um, I personally don't feel like missing his music or not listening to his music is affecting my life in any way. Um I feel like at a cookout you can play there are plenty of songs to play that don't involve R. Kelly songs where black people could still enjoy themselves. Um, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, as far as the... Um, like, why people wait... I, I'm, I'm really torn. No, I'm not really torn about that. I have an issue with victim-blaming... Um, but that stems from my own personal issues. Um, but I don't think it's fair to, like, recognize somebody has a problem and then wonder why somebody else didn't do something. Like, um, he had the issue. He's an adult. I felt like he preyed on Mm -hmm. these young women, um, or young girls, um, who were drawn into him by the possibility of becoming a star or being involved in this, Mm -hmm. you know, extravagant Mm -hmm. lifestyle. And they were lured in by that. And then for someone to take advantage of them, um, I think is unfair. And I just personally don't, I don't feel like I'm missing out by not listening to his music. And I feel the same way. I, don't, I mean, I don't think like that anybody is saying, like, I, I feel like I'm missing out by li- missing, listening to R. Kelly. I think more so what the whole mute R. Kelly thing is, is more so about the consciousness. Because, like, if you let, if you, like you said, if you come on, you're going to let it play. But making the conscious decision to not listen to his music if it comes on because because of how you feel the same way that people are vegetarians and shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I think my issue is not is more broader than that because I've never been a person 
to jump on the bandwagon of something. So some movement that comes out, and I, I'm, I just never been big into that, you know, because again, we've known these things allegedly about R. Kelly that you're talking about for a long time now. But that's why people are mad. Well, that's and that's well, why people I mean, are but, really reflecting on themselves and like, damn, like I Samia feel bad said, because he was that, and I was celebrating that, and I, now I'm making the decision. I'm making the conscious decision to not overlook all of the negative things. About well, I mean, this person and take them made a decision are. not to listen to his music a long time ago. Yeah, before the before before. I mean, I'm not just yeah, literally talking about but, the but, movement. But but you know, we've had a long time to to come to this conclusion about R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? And and I, again, I think we my, my biggest time. my biggest part about it is that why now? All of a sudden, a TV series comes out. I've never been big. It's about just me. like so, you. It's just like you have a a friend or a family member. And you know something about them. They're like, okay, they continue to do little things and they have negative traits. And then one day they say, you know what? This is enough. I've seen you for who you are now. Like, you could have loved them and been been with them. And this is the point where you're like, you know, they, like that cousin that's a crackhead. You know they're not doing right. Right. But you're trying to make excuses for them. You're trying to work through it because they're still a good person. Right. And you make excuses for them and you overlook. And we have a tendency to want to forgive and overlook and focus on the good. And then that crackhead steals your wedding ring. And you're like, that's it. Right. That's it. And it just literally, like, all those flags that you turn pink and that you've been turning a blind eye to, you decide to say, this is it and I'm taking a stance. That's what I feel like. Like like you said, Samia made the decision a while ago to... To not listen to the music, but saying it now is like, there's all of this undeniable evidence. The girl's family member is coming forward and saying, that's her in that tape. It's so much evidence now that it's undeniable and you feel dumb almost. You're like, you're almost angry because you were so invested and you know, like, you won't shit from the beginning and I kind of knew it and I still fucked with you. And look what you did. It's almost like you have that egg on your face moment. Yeah. What you think, Jay? I think if... (laughs) I think if we're gonna do that, then it's gonna be a lot of music. We might as well not ride around listening to nobody. That's I mean, another, that's a whole other thing. Saying? We never because know what anybody. A lot saying. of these. Right. Well, even we know even some of the stuff that sprinkle out that we supposedly yeah. know when mm-hmm. we when it comes out in the media, we know. I mean, supposedly, I mean, we still listen to it. You know, what I'm saying some of the stuff. Whether so, I, I'm I'm just saying, I, I I think if he did all the stuff you saying, I think he should be muted definitely because that's crazy. He should be more than muted, though. I mean, yeah, it, it, if everything that they're saying is true, then he should <laughs> yeah. be convicted of some kind yeah. of crime. And that's definitely what people convicted. are definitely pushing held, for right held, now. Held in trial, you know, on trial and things. That's like the that. personal stuff that you know what I'm saying. Uh, you you know, the law judges are here, uh, you know, around to deal with but that. We're gonna, if we're gonna persecute to people police. in the yeah. media, then we will ride around with shit on the radio. Look what they're doing to Kevin Hart right now. I don't think they're doing anything to Kevin Hart. they are not. They're not because he's not allowing it, but they're trying to. But the degree that Kevin Hart and what R. Kelly, what happened? I think, with Kevin, I think Hart? Kevin Hart Kevin has Hart, apologized for what he the, said. But R. Kelly hasn't apologized. He wants to move on with his life. R. Kelly has refused to acknowledge, acknowledge these women, it, right. as well as accuse them of lying and extorting him. So I think that Kevin Hart, there's such different degrees. Yeah. Of like we're talking about hosting the Oscars, some bullshit. Oh, okay. I was but, just making sure. But, but R. Kelly is literally ruining people's lives. Right. Like leaving a trail of damage as he walks by. Whether Kevin Hart does the Oscars this year, I really don't give a fuck. And it doesn't affect anyone but Kevin Hart 
in the and office. Clearly, he don't care that much. Right. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't affecting him. Yeah. I'm curious to see R. Kelly's rebuttal to this because there isn't going to be one. There hasn't been one all someone, these years. Someone told me yesterday that he was supposed to be suing was, somebody. Or yeah, suing I, I, I heard. Like, he was supposed to be suing, suing Lifetime, Lifetime for the yeah. for releasing it and everybody that's involved. Um, the night of the premiere that was supposed to happen for this, and they had all of the survivors, and um, they were premiering it in New York. They get a bomb. I mean, a gun threat from Chicago that same day, um, and we can allude to. And that's not just from the Lifetime documentary. That's from like credible news sources and people that I know that were invited, and they were like it was canceled last minute because of gun threats. So, um, yeah. He's, you know, and so he's supposed to be suing people. He, he he even I heard he started a Facebook page that got shut down, Surviving Lies, where he yeah, said that, that he was going to expose the women for extorting that. him and um he post truths. That's sick. Why did it they go sick. through all of that? Like, well, it was taken Facebook. Take, so took let me it ask down. you this because so, I haven't seen the Lifetime story. What was his side of the story in that? He refused interview, and everyone from his camp did. The only thing it it kept flashing at the first uh, uh you yeah know, like when it just comes so in, you know he R. Has Kelly refused to participate he, he denies all allegations so, so do you think at this point he got a right to defend himself everyone or has or the right to defend well himself my thing is if I was being accused of such heinous things I would want to defend myself I would want to say something the fact that. Even over the course of, like, we think of Aaliyah, he's never directly head-on said anything or denounced it. I mean, they've shown clips of where the man straight up asked him if he likes teenage teenage girls. R. Kelly was probably, like, 35. And he says, uh, by teenage, what do you mean? Right. Smiley, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, something like that. Tor. I think his name was Tor. And asked him, he said, teenage women that have teen. That was right after he got in that first little. Right, right. So when, and then when, like, the part with the Lifetime um, documentary, I feel like um, sealed it for a lot of people because you can hear a lot of things. Like, say, for example, this Usher herpes thing that's out there, but you know, you don't have anything firm and concrete. It's hearsay. Right. With this R. Kelly documentary, it honestly was less of a documentary and more like, Law and Order SVU, because they were giving like times where R. Kelly himself made himself sound guilty or made him portrayed himself in a negative light. And 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 so, look, didn't he go to didn't he go to court for this? He, he went, did. He went to court. He was, he was acquitted. One of the jurors, I think this is when I stopped listening. Um, one of the jurors was talking about. Um, how he didn't believe the girls, like, the way that they talked, and they shouldn't... It was vic- victim-blaming, so, like... Was it the same girls that's talking now? No, but they, but those girls knew... Well, one of those girls didn't know who they were talking... Some they were of the girls about. that were in the document, in the docuseries were um, um, witnesses for the... And the girl's aunt ID'd her in the video. And um, she introduced, like, how R. Kelly was introduced to her. It was Sparkle. and It was Sparkle's niece, allegedly, in that video. And she confirmed her identity as well as um, during the trial, the court case, they bought the girls, some of the girls' friends from school, and they ID'd her in that video. But with the R. Kelly trial, what he did was he was, he had, like, 21 counts of child pornography and pedophilia or whatever. And he 
prolong, you have the right to a speedy trial. But if you keep doing extensions, they extend it out. So they his lawyer's uh, plan was to take this as long as you can because you don't want to have to have a young child that's 14, if somebody's going to get up on the stand, right. 14, 12 years old, wait until eight years later and they're more mature. And then people will start to say like, well, like basically that she was, you take someone that is older a little bit. It's just emotionally draining to have a child on the stand, if that right. makes sense. Right. And also like the, the child denied it and the child's parents denied it. So. Yeah, they, there wasn't an accuser. There wasn't um, an accuser. But it's alleged that R. Kelly made a settlement with them as well. So, so did they take the settlement? I, I, nobody knows. Or even if there really is. What I think this really exposes, I'm not trying to change the subject, but it exposes something larger, which is this is not just happening mm-hmm. with R. Kelly. It's happening mm-hmm. in our community. And I think it is a direct reflection of the communities in which we live in where um, we ignore or, you know, you may hear things about somebody, but it's just kind of like swept under the rug. I'm pretty sure all of us know someone who has directly been affected by an older uncle or Mm -hmm. a friend of the family Mm -hmm. that has assaulted or aunt that Mm -hmm. has assaulted uh, or molested a young child. Right. And so, for me, that's what really mm-hmm. bothered me. Like, yes, this is a fucked up situation. Um, but even if we brought it back here to, like, Richmond, because that's where we are. But if we brought it here to Richmond, there are plenty of black people that recognize, or adults that recognize that they have sick friends and family that are doing things and it's not in a child. They may not know the extent of the things. They may not know the extent of the things, but there have been children that will say stuff, um, and then it's kind of like disregarded, mm-hmm. um, or you know, it's not taken seriously. So it's definitely an issue. But I think that what it exposed um, for a lot of people, like yes, this is a problem, but this is happening in our communities. And so when it gets on social media and these conversations start happening, I think that's what kind of fuels the fire. Yes, it's fucked up what R. Kelly did, but like we didn't do anything about that and we're not doing anything in our communities to try to prevent it happening on a micro level. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's it's most of the time, I mean, I'm sure almost all of the times that someone is a victim of of sexual assault or molestation at the the attacker or the molester is not like in plain sight saying I mean it, these are people that you trust. So mm-hmm. I think that like you said it brings attention and I think like you said it's bigger than R Kelly because people feel it personally. Like you said everyone either knows someone like I wasn't but I mean I'm I know people that have been affected in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like R Kelly has become the martyr for the for this situation because really it's tugging at a lot of people's heart because it's so close to home and like you like, uh, I mean can I say something mm-hmm. because I do want to again say that it you know our, if the, the stories of these girls are, are true and can be true proven to be true he should be treated just like any other mm-hmm. rapist child p- pornographist or whatever uh, and his celebrity shouldn't matter 
Yeah, I definitely think so, and I think that's why people, are, as far have been upset because they got him that one time with the sex tape. But even in what he's doing now, as far as keeping women um, in in his home and not allowing them to communicate their family. Um, he has, with that celebrity and that money and that access, he's gained so much power that he's been able to get away with things that most people would not. Right. Because he has, he's working with the, like, the police officers. It's, no, it's like known that he knows police officers and they tip him off when they're supposed to, they're doing something called a wellness check. And basically it's like, if you want to check on a loved one that you haven't heard from in a long time, they won't answer the phone and you know that they're somewhere, the police can come there and and see if that person's there. Mm-hmm. He gets tipped off by the police, the Chicago police. And so when, when the people try to do wellness checks to see if the women are there, of course they're not, you know? So I think the money... And the celebrity, even though he should be treated well, I mean, like it's, he it's, should it's, be treated equal, he doesn't have access. He has more access to. He's paying all these people off. Right? Is that is that that's celebrity rumor? and money? Is that rumor or is that you know? These like, are facts from facts. The, these are police reports. These are police. Reports. These are police reports. So in the police report, it said we called him and we let him know that the wellness check was no, happening. no. You know how they there did the internal review. They did the internal. They and not only that, and so some police officers got. Caught up in, in, in some, corruption, cops, yeah. some corruption, yeah. some corruption, some arrest. Okay, mm-hmm. good. That's, I'm just trying to make sure they clean in this. Shit and it, they had like his his um, tour managers and his security guys and people. Honestly, people that are coming forward and really pledging their guilt. Be, yeah, they they're telling their guilt as well. Too. They're not right. just telling R. Kelly's shit. They're saying I knew it was happening and I allowed it to happen. So what about the? Parents? So what's happening to those people? I don't it's know. Gonna, I think we're. I think. Charges we're, I think we're very early on in everything. Yeah. Truly coming to the surface. Mm-hmm. So it's like now. Who knows there has the consequences? To be action. Right. Who knows the like, consequences? Like, there's no way for any of us to be like, okay, well, they're gonna figure. No, they're they're definitely gonna have to do something regarding R. Kelly and his freedom. Mm-hmm. You know so, what I mean? So, and that's the point I'm getting at. All right. So now we got a TV series that has done some investigating. Now people want his. Freedom, in, you know, in question. No, 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 no. It's, it's. <laughs> you were asking about the people involved. Well, right? no, well, but no. What I'm asking, I, I'm, 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 I'm asking questions that should be asked. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing an investigation into what really happened, mm-hmm. and what's you know the what question? I'm saying? And the question is now that I guess the TV channel mm-hmm. went through and did all the investigating and talked to all the people or whatever. I guess they did the investigating that the police, I guess, didn't do when they investigated the stuff from the beginning. Is that is that well? You figure it was girls from all over, so this precinct may not deal with anything in another city uh, that's been reported. Like right. they're not gonna automatically say, "Hey, we right. got this case." But they so were able. They too. were able to confirm that there was someone in the Chicago police force. There is someone in Chicago t- police force that is tipping him off when he's wanting to shake. And I think off. that sometimes these stories encourage. Or the social media or the media attention encourages and adds pressure to um, push those things along. to push yeah to push that along. It's really more so about awareness. Yeah, and I and I think that the women that did this documentary didn't want to tell their story, but as well as to push that envelope and actually making sure that there are convictions and drawing he's awareness like, to it. I don't think it. he's going to end up back in front of a judge for none of this stuff, in my personal opinion. I mean, I think mm-hmm. it's just going to rub his face in the dirt right. as if he tried to put out a new album. But, but you never um, know. It's causing this people docu- to mute him. It's and, not and this, this is but it's not these. It may not be these women that do it. But you don't know 
like she said, it may have given another victim where that has a plausible case to come forward and say something. Right. And that's that's where we need to get Just to. Just like and that, that whole Bill Cosby shit. Making. There was all of these women, but it was that one woman that was able to actually give, what is that um, shit called? Remove reasonable doubt. I was thinking of Jay-Z. Reasonable doubt. <laughs> <laughs> um, that one and woman that And that's that where from. I hope we're getting to. I hope yeah. we're, we're just not developing it's a TV awareness. series just for some ratings. And, no, it's, it's, and, and yes, the movement is positive, mm-hmm. but I'm again, I'm not one of those jump on the movement type of people. I'm, I'm about doing the right thing at the right time when it's supposed to be done. You know what I'm saying? I sure. get that too, but I think this situation has stirred us up. Mm-hmm. It Which stirred us up in a way where it's like, okay, even if we don't know somebody that's going through that, you've seen, you could have been out, just out and about, and seen two people together and looking like, wait, she mm-hmm. looks mad young, or he looks mm-hmm. like a kid, but the way they're interacting is like they're a couple. I think it stirred it up in the sense of it, it's like it's you causing people to talk about something that's been. That you that people don't talk about and right in our community and that's what I'm we don't talk exactly. about exactly I think about it that's why I think that this is a issue. good way of stirring things up is it's causing it's I had a recently had a conversation with somebody who I knew was a victim of something very similar to to R Kelly's behavior and it allows them one it gives people that may not have said anything and they see all the support hopefully, that these women are getting. And it gives other women courage as well as it. it's getting people talking and making people conscious. Like, don't leave your child with somebody just because they're free as far right. as a babysitter. Who do you have your kids around? Talk to your kids. It, it's it's shaking things up in it's a different way. It's shaking things up beyond those yeah. who are just affected by R. Kelly. It's, mm-hmm. it's again, the community. It's this like is bigger than R. Kelly. Right. R. Kelly is bigger. just... R. Kelly is just the thing that we're fixated on. And like I say, he's the martyr in this situation. And, and maybe that's the silver lining mm-hmm. because we Definitely. are now having the conversation. Definitely. And maybe right. it took a TV series mm-hmm. for us to do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I look at it like that, man. And it's not. That motherfuckers you love can do shit. That's not right. Right. I, yo, you're right. And they're hiding right, in plain sight. But when you sight. see it, you got to check it right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes and, you don't see it. And my hope and my prayer is that this doesn't become like. How when Black Lives Matter, like, it's a thing and then it's not a thing anymore. Because, like, what the black community is good for is, like, going hard for something. And then the next shiny thing that's in our face kind of, like, moving toward that. Damn, I man. hope that we really... Uh, I think that That's this, why I don't I, do it. But I think... But, <laughs> well, but to, No, I don't think it's necessarily bandwagoning, but it's that we have passion for something and we start something, but it's like, really, this is something that really needs to be healed. So my hope is that, like, we've started a conversation and then it creates, like, you know, people that organize things. Because, like, I was talking to a group of my friends um, about it because this is, like I said, it's a very sensitive topic for me. Um, And I think that what frustrates me the most is, like, This is so much bigger than R. Kelly, but what do we do to make a change? Like, how does this change? Like, I I don't know that just this one series is going to make a big difference, but it will make differences in some people's lives, that people will be able to stand up, people will be able to talk about it. Um, And I I guess my hope is that it just continues. Like, this conversation is something that continues months and years 
from from now. I think that it, it is opening the conversation. I think that this is a little bit different than um, some movements that we've seen, especially as black people, because when you see hashtag Black Lives Matter, you stand behind what it means, but you may not necessarily know what you can do as an individual right. to make a difference. And with Mute R. Kelly, that's something that each person can hold themselves accountable for. If they do nothing else as far as when you make saying more than Mute R. Kelly is saying, I I I see what's happening. I'm gonna take a stance. And from there, anyone that needs me, I'm a safe space. It's no different than when you see like if you're gay and you see the gay pride rainbow in the corner of the window of a store and you're like, oh well this is a LGBTQ friendly place. Right. And I know that this is a safe space for a person. And I think this is where the movement is different maybe may be helpful of like more being something exciting about and creating new programs is when you look on social media and you see the motherfuckers saying ignorant shit, saying, oh, them girls knew better. It already lets you know that's not my type of person. Right. But when you see somebody that says, I'm meeting R. Kelly, not because I'm, a, I'm personally may not be a victim, but I stand in solidarity and I'm a safe space for you if you need to say, if you need to say something. But we're going to shift gears because we got heavy. <laughs> Still a little bit heavy, but a little bit funny to me. So, um, Pastor John Gray has been, um, he did a sermon this past Sunday, and he was talking about how this has been one of the most challenging years of his life. Excuse me, my water. My mouth was real juicy. (laughs) (laughs) This this has been one of the most challenging years of his life. The devil has come in and really shaken things up. He thought about taking his life and how he could do so and still get into heaven, and he was just upset and it's the devil penetrating his good spirit and he's talking about he got caught cheating in 2018 this is a pastor he got caught cheating and his wife they were going through it and he bought her a new lamborghini truck and everything and he finally got his his he's getting his life back together but he was saying he's had a rough year and he felt like he was going to lose his church and everything. Wait, he didn't. He said that at church, in what? the sermon. Said what? what that he was cheated. That. He got caught. It was like a big deal that he. Everybody knew he cheated on his wife. When did they find out? Though this is recent. Yes, like th- his this this whole year he within 2018 it was found out he was cheating on his wife. He was trying to appease his wife. Yeah, no, but I'm saying was because the sermon you're talking about. I, I didn't go I didn't go out on New Year's Eve and that sermon is was when he was saying those things or he said something very similar on New Year's Eve. But in the actual sermon, does he say that he cheated or was I that... didn't hear the whole sermon oh, I'm talking okay. about except we know he's talking about cheating. Oh, okay. So my question is, would you go to a church and would you follow a pastor that you know cheated on his wife? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no because when something comes out that detrimental to the structure of the church, usually somebody's gonna come in from one of the doctrines, if you will, to sit them down. So they're not gonna continue to be in the same capacity. They're more gonna be uh, sat down and sit in the pulpit, or sit not sit in the pulpit. So. Mm-hmm. If if that type of ramification was so, because you can't, you can. I don't know. Have they ever told somebody they can't come back to church? Um, it depends on the type of church, church, but there are churches that kick pastors, their pastors right. out. Right, 
Right. But he, he didn't... This was something he did within his own home. This was, like, personal. It wasn't like he, for all intents and purposes, did something to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that type of allegation. It was more so, this was my marriage, you know what I'm saying, to my significant other. I didn't beat on her or nothing. You know what I mean? It wasn't that so, detriment. So, for me, it was like, that's on... I don't. I can't go to your church if they're going to let you to stay still, sit in the pulpit, because again, you're in a position of guidance. You're in a position of comfort for people, and it's like, I'm not saying everybody's perfect, but something. If you're going to go and lie that hard to your wife of all people, it's kind of like I can't trust you to be that guy for me because you're you're battling demons that are mm. a lot bigger. Mm. You know, Rico, what were you about to say? I, you know, again. Cause I'm stupid now and I don't know nothing. What 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 happened? With he the cheated preachers? on his wife. He cheated on he his cheated wife. Cheated on his wife. And the question is, if you were going to a church and your pastor cheated on his wife, would you feel like he's qualified to be your your pastor? And would you leave? I would say no and yes. No. He's not qualified, and yes, I would leave. What? I'm not leaving. Why not? I'm not leaving because my my pastor cheated on on his wife. Because what people need to realize is like you're holding the pastor to this high standard, but he's still a man. He's a messenger of God. He still makes mistakes, right? Right. So my thing is, one bitch, you done took your nigga back and he done cheated on you three times, but your pastor or your husband has cheated on you three times, but your your pastor slips up and makes a mistake and you change your whole opinion about him. And sometimes when you are in the pulpit or you're a person that is a shepherd and you, people always feel like they can receive a message from somebody that's relatable. Right. That's like you said, that's a, um, a thing that he has to deal with a demon or a vice. It's like, okay, he's just like me and he's a man. I want to learn to see how he's going to work through this. Right. You know what I mean? So I think that people put so much into like, oh, he the pastor and he shouldn't be doing this. He shouldn't be doing that. But we all should be holding our, if we're going to hold that man to that standard, we need to hold ourselves to that very same standard. I mean, I agree. It's true. And, 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 and I do. I don't cheat on my wife. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why I need this? Why I need this? Why I gotta listen to him? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look, I, I, I feel like I'm, I gotta let go. I don't need somebody to tell me, you know what I'm saying? What, I don't know. What but I feel like just because you have a shortcoming in one area, you said, like, why would I listen to him? He has a shortcoming there. But he can have a million other strong suits and other things that can help you and teach you. And so you. could a whole bunch of other preachers that ain't cheating on their But head. that's that you know of. Like you said, we don't know what people do behind closed doors. Hey, look, you know, I'm just playing devil advocate. Because I'm, I'm stupid. Because you know I'm stupid. If I'm exposed to it, if, I'm ex- if he's exposed to me and I find out, then like, I'm, I'm with Rico, I got to go. But... You never know what any pastor or anybody doing. You, you know I, 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 got really no, think? I don't right. have no allegiance to no other man. My allegiance is to my family. Okay. So, me, so, well, I have a question. Okay. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. Okay. Do y'all go to church? Nope. I go, go to church, church I don't. I don't go to church. Ah, okay. uh, yeah. Jay go to church <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> okay. And not because I don't. And, and, and I don't hold anything against anybody that goes to church. Boots, don't I, just, you? I just don't. Pretty much. Hey, put them Pradas on. <laughs> got a few things going on. I could pull some out of my closet. So once again, personal experience. Um, my pastor from my home church, 
definitely cheated on his wife. Um, I was young when this happened. And so I learned about it afterward. Um, but I know that it was a big deal mm-hmm. in the church because it was like a separation. Um, uh, when, when my mom told me the story or my parents told me about it, um, I think it wasn't just that he cheated. It was like an affair. Um, That's the same damn thing to me. I whether think you having, cheated one time in a, in, a, in a situation like that, whether you cheated one time or whether you had an affair is the same thing. An affair thing. just means it was good. <laughs> I think there's He could have had several hidden and quits. So, well, one true and faithful. I don't well, know, though. Man, I might have to change my answer because he might have been a cool preacher to roll with before my marriage. Shut oh, the fuck up. My, my God. But no, churches really do split up over shit like that. Yeah, right. so yeah. it was a big issue, but... For this situation, like, I think the way that, okay, so it was husband and wife, and they were running, not running the church, but, you know, the church was led by the pastor and the first lady. Um, I think it was a very public way that she found out mm-hmm. about the affair. And um, I know my parents really were trying to decide, like, the the the, fa- the factor for them was we're leaving the church if she decides to leave him, but she did decide to leave him and my parents stayed. Um, so I was led by a pastor that cheated on his wife. Um, my whole life until about two years ago. It's different when knowingly, right? Yeah, now if you want to knowingly. Return. So then there have also been rumors that his son. I don't know if I'm telling you. You are giving a lot of motherfucking. Okay, tea, okay, dog. so okay, I'm gonna be quiet. Ooh, um, messy. So my, my issue, I guess my issue in my previous church that I was in is it to me it seemed like it was a culture of men in leadership that were not faithful. I I could see it in more than one person that had a leadership role in that church, wow. and for that reason, to me, I. That's not the only reason why I left, but that was one of the reasons why I left that church. I do believe that pastors make mistakes. They're human. Um, and I do believe that it would hurt me if, like, because I go to church on a regular basis every Sunday. And used to be on Wednesdays, too, until I Oh, but you can this. go back. <laughs> I, I just think you back to Bible study. Go ahead. Um, but I, so for me, like, I'm I'm kind of torn. I understand that people make, make mistakes, but it is true that we hold people in leadership roles mm-hmm. to a higher standard than we hold ourselves, so... I think they should hold itself to that higher standard. That though. same standard like, that they're... If, 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 I'm, if I'm a pastor and I mess up to the point where I got caught, I'm going to step down. I ain't even going to leave it up mm. to my people to make that type of decision. I, I would agree you know, with I'm that. A, I ain't gonna stand up there and give a bunch of excuses, man. My job is to lead y'all to live a life of integrity in front of y'all. Mm. Right, yes. So I'm gonna step down. Right. Simple wow. as that. I'm gonna step I down. I think that... I'm gonna walk away from it all. I think... And, and I, I deal, think that and deal be with a, my issues. Yeah, and, 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 you know, and if God tell me, man, go back over here and start another church or mm-hmm. whatever have you, that's a different story. But these group of people that I end up hurt, and the ruin like that? Yeah, because they've been trusted me. Yeah. Yeah. Trust yeah. yeah, I mean, it's yeah. people, like you said, it hurt a lot of people. It's probably people that's not as that's fragile in the in the church. That's, right. that's just new. coming straight off the street. Mm-hmm. And then this happened. And they like, that. Hey, bro. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, they're, they're looking for, like, 
an example of like a way to walk or a way yeah, you know yeah and true. I think I think you should hold yourself accountable enough to step down what I about feel, what I about feel, what, let me ask you this though what about the stories you know and I don't want to bring a negative light to this man because he's a wonderful man but there's stories and rumors that Martin Luther King had relationships that's what I was right. just getting ready to say you know what yeah. I'm saying but so you cannot hold a man to a higher standard than any other man mm-hmm. you know you have to resonate you have to connect with the message, you know what I'm saying, that that person's right. delivering. Mm-hmm. Personally, I, you know, I wouldn't really want to take advice from, uh, you know, marriage advice for somebody that, you know, had three divorces. Mm-hmm. Right. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, with regards to that, if I'm not getting that message, and, and the reason I really don't go to church much is because most times I don't get a message from preachers. I get more of a show or their and, and that's not where or opinions, and that's not really what I'm looking for in my at this time of my life. You know what I'm saying? I, this it's a spiritual thing uh, mm-hmm. journey that I'm on, and I don't think you can spiritually get that from another man. More than likely, just probably just from your mate that you're connected to every day. You, that spiritual. I don't know. That's just my mm-hmm. opinion. I'm stupid. Remember, oh, I have stupid opinions. I think that for me, it matters. Once, it's, if it's a situation where it's made public that you cheated on your wife, because it's not this, I guess, especially in his situation, he's not just like a your local pastor. He's like kind of one of the more popular young pastors. Well, he's yeah. not young, but, you know, he's a popular Instagram popular. He's all on the reality shows as people's pastors in Atlanta. You know, like he's that guy. I think that sometimes how you handle... Mm-hmm. Hmm? I think that sometimes how you handle a situation once it's exposed is what would make my decision for true. me. Like, if you... For, in his situation, he faced it head on. He was caught red-handed, and he's just like, I'm sorry. I am a man. I have made a mistake. Um, and you address it head on, and then from there, you try to work things out with your wife. Right. Now, if you would have, like, jumped out the window and bought a whole other bitch in here and told me something, this the first lady, like, because that happened to a church here in Richmond, too. A man was cheating on his wife and then bought the woman into the church, and the wife was never to be seen again. My God, I know that church. Okay, too. hello, it's happened. That's a gangster and pimp There's a church. level of integrity that you're supposed to have. Like, if, if once again, That's it's not point. about the fall, it's the grace. Once you fall and how you get back up. I mean, because what's more important, you know, at that point, you cheated on your wife. Is your wife important enough that you're going to still try to preach and spend time preaching rather than fix your marriage? Right. You know what I mean? Then, again, like Jay said, if God calls you back to the church after you fix your marriage. I wouldn't necessarily feel he needs to step down. Well, yeah, I think you do need to take a break. You got to take a break. You got to take a break. Take a break, bro. But I'm not leaving the church because, or I'm not looking down on a person because... If I went to a church and I knew that what nothing, sorry, I was trying to go to John Gray's. Um, um, page. I went to a church and I knew that, like in this situation, that wouldn't keep me from going to his church. And I don't have a problem with a lot of pastors have lived dishonest lives before they re- hit the pulpit, and they could genuinely have made a change. And so to talk to somebody and say, if you come like you off the street, you a nigga off the street, and you walk into the church and you learn that your pastor may have been in prison, how he turned his life around, and how living a life of integrity and realizing the errors of his ways have really changed his life, you too can still be an example through your mishaps and your shortcomings. That's so true. that shortcoming that he had of cheating is nothing but a blemish that he's able to tell other people, like, I did it, I understand 
Like when that person comes to you, not just right. you shouldn't cheat on your wife, nigga. I understand these bitches out here looking bad. Right. But this, once you get to that point, this is where I can teach you on how to curve that or work your way back and get back in line with God. You can take lessons a lot easier when you can relate to somebody or you feel like they relate to you. Right. But I, I think agree. even in this, again, a change of situation. What if he, if he had done something of detriment to someone outside of his family or, you know, it was his him and his wife mm-hmm. that directly affected him and his wife. I'm more apt to be like, okay, but you, like you said, take a break. Uh-huh. It's going to be hard for me to say, okay, now the break's over and they're back in the pulpit. Have I really gone back and been like, okay, I'm done with it. It is what it is. Or uh-huh. am I still going to look at this person in judgment? I, I, I don't think I would. Because I know how many times I have fallen from grace. <laughs> there are a lot of judgmental people. And that's why it's so, it's so, it's, it's hard because there's so many judgmental people in church so, so contradicting but there are judgmental people in church and those same judgmental people expect everyone to be perfect so mm-hmm. Chelsea made a great point like I think that I would learn best from somebody who has experienced something similar to me and I think for people who are who go to church and are authentic and realizing that no one's perfect Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. can recognize like you know this is messed up you know as long as it doesn't become a habitual thing redemption is in the bible yeah so there's forgiveness and you can move forward but it's unfortunate that there are a lot of judgmental people in church and y'all can't judge me yeah so that there's there's grace you know, deciding to make a change for yourself, is that considering judging a person because no, you decided to make no, a change? No, because I think that in that situation, you have to assess yourself with your, what you're comfortable with. Like, I wouldn't judge anybody that says, I can't be, I can't, I don't want to go to a church with, with, a pastor that is known to cheat on his wife because maybe they that's too much for them it's to process. Yeah. And everybody's walk is different and everybody, what they need is different. Sometimes some yeah. people really do go to church because they respond to like the storytelling or the show. And then there's other people, like you said, that join church you because they walk in. You to go to church in. that fulfills what your personal yep. needs are. Right. And my personal needs are, nigga, you ain't got to be perfect. Actually, I like that you may have smoked some weed before. And My, my pastor now has definitely... <laughs> I saw, I, saw, I saw a pastor going into the ABC store. And I was like, yo, some people would really think that's controversial. But I'm like, yo, he's a man. No, he want to watch the game. Hey, but look, my uncle a pastor and got every uh, pistol and gun <laughs> under the... And he'll shoot your tail off. You know what I'm saying? Christians can't have guns? Yeah, I just Why don't think you let your people know that, though. Mm-hmm. It, there has to be a level of discretion. Yeah, right? that's thank you. You guys say like what things I'm willing to let people know think, about me. Uh, preachers should carry guns right now to church. It's crazy. Oh, it's crazy out there. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy out there. Well, we are about. I can't believe we've been here this long. Yes. No, hey, this has been kind of uh, more of a serious show than your your normal. Yes, type it of is. Show. I knew it would be. Well, I mean, I feel like we can't have a show about dating. And being single and relationships, and we don't talk about like the real, the shit. ugly. Like it's the funny, ugly. It's, it's ugly sides to relationships, unhealthy relationships, right. dysfunctional relationships. And so, like a lot of times, like we just talk about like things that are lighthearted, and but when it's things that really like it's so heavy in the community. Your confidence. Right now. The thing is, and this will lead me into my single survival tip of the week. Um, and these are things that maybe people can't help, but like talking about these things are really important because 
and it was relatable to the show and relates to the show because how you date sometimes or how you come off really does sometimes dictate some of the relationships you may be in or what people are attract what people you attract. And so like <laughs> that's the truth. No, I'm laughing cuz I'm yeah. <laughs> and so I just want to make sure that like women, especially when there are men that listen to this show and I hope hopefully I can consider any man that listens to this show an ally of any feminist movement that is happening to protect women, especially black women. And so this is a safe space where we talk about sex, we can talk about anything, and that when something this serious is going on and it sparks emotions, and Samia, and I I commend you for saying something on the show today, it it sparks and it touches everybody. Mm -hmm. And so something can't be this big and we're like, oh, well, we just want to laugh this week. Right. It, it doesn't work like that. As a public servant, ha! Hey, can I also say this? Because I don't want no one thinking <laughs> that I support fucking R. Kelly. <laughs> Why <laughs> you said all of that to say? I, I don't want. I don't support R. Kelly. I, all I was saying is I can separate the music from the man because I don't put any man above anybody else. He needs to, uh, you know, deal with his demons. He's mm-hmm. gonna get judged by the Almighty. You know. That's where I'm going to leave it. And I want to stay out of that other part of the conversation because I don't want anybody offended. So I don't support R. Kelly and what he's done or what he's did. What he, you know, what he... Allegedly done. Allegedly, whatever. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying is... I said enough and I'm up. (laughs) (laughs) The Bible tip of the week is to... um, If something is going on... These niggas. (laughs) The single survival tip this week, I'm going to keep it real. Don't be judging people because they choose to sin differently than you. Or don't be judging people because they've made a mistake and the only difference is their mistake was broadcasted and yours wasn't. You can still learn from somebody that makes a mistake because most of the time, in order to learn, you have to have made a mistake. Amen. Mm-hmm. I concur. I can dig it. Samia? So, my single survival tip of the week is stop stop letting guys or allowing guys to, like, get away with shit Mm. because you're trying to, like, stroke their ego. Mm. So we'll talk. Yeah. So I realized this past week that that's something I do, like, to avoid arguments. I just let guys, like, have it or just make them feel better about themselves and then, in turn, and what's happening is I'm giving mm-hmm. all of me or I'm suffering to make somebody else feel better about themselves. So stop doing that to these guys. They, That's true. Their egos. I think women are... We will make ourselves uncomfortable... For a nigga. To feel comfortable, to disrespect us. Yeah. I remember one time I had a, a co-worker, and we were talking. I was like, oh, yeah, me and my girlfriend um, are going to go away for the weekend. And he was like, yeah, man, y'all can have a good time. Y'all can be fucking the whole time. Are you a squirter? What? <laughs> I was like, what? But I didn't say anything like, that's inappropriate. I was just kind of like, wow, like let me just kind of like. Back out no, of this. They need to know that, that that's it. That you can't do that. But like that's a time where women are more like kind of like whoa. But we don't report it. We don't st- tell the person like, hey, that was inappropriate. You shouldn't have done that. It made me uncomfortable. I was just kind of like, oh okay. And I think you might have just been in shock because yeah. who expects somebody to say that? And then that's the part that? where you're like, 
exiting the room. Let me, yeah. like, oh, yeah, I got to take this call. So, Tracy, what's your single survival tip? My single survivor tip is to be bold with your own heart. Mm. And don't allow fear to keep you stagnant. Mm. I like that. Jay? Why you guys? <laughs> I feel like you gotta say certain names. Like you know how she's like Byron. You guys, Jay. What you got to say, Jay? What's my single survival? Yeah. Tip? What's what's the word to the <laughs> listeners? Any tip? Right. Yeah, you... say, I ain't single. Well, what's your tip of the week? Like, what tip would you give a single lady? Would I give a single lady? Well, we know what tip you would give her, but. Double entendre. I say, yeah, don't, don't, don't sell yourself short. You know, you, you deserve, you deserve whatever it is that you set out for in life. Mm-hmm. Don't sell yourself short. That's what I say. Right. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Yeah. I needed that. That's a word. That is a word. Uh, Rico, what's your single survival tip? Uh, I'm gonna say. Um, Choose to be happy. Mm. I, I, and I'm going to leave it like that, man. A lot of times we can control how we feel about certain situations. And all, all I'm going to say is choose happiness. Yes. I like that. Well, that's another week of being so... Single as fuck. So, not so single. <laughs> in the world of Chelsea Lamore And friends, you can keep up with everybody on social media. Uh, Samia... If you just got engaged to your girlfriend last week and you are planning a wedding, there's a photographer. There's a photographer in in the room. Yes, Um, shameless plug. Oh, since we are anybody, um, (laughs) anybody who has gotten engaged. I think I said this last week. If you know someone who's gotten engaged over the holiday season, all I ask is that you tell them about my Instagram, and I will do the rest. My Instagram is Samia Minix Photography. And Chelsea will tag me in the post. Of course. And then, of course, my beautiful play cousin that keeps my nails oh so icy. I get nailed. Ew. 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 And thanks for coming through in the clutch today. Tracy, how can they keep up with you and tell them a little bit what you do? I am the nail therapist of Richmond. Uh-huh. I come to slay those little pretty nails. But um, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Tracy, T-R-E-C-I-E, nails it. Yes. And Rico? Uh, you know, you can find me at uh, Spade One Worldwide on IG for uh, if you need DJs for that um, engagement party. You know what I'm saying? R. Kelly <laughs> Free Mix. Yeah, R. Kelly Free <laughs> Mix. I promise you. I promise you. Mute yeah. approved. <laughs> right. Um, so Spade One Worldwide. Uh, gold Investment. If you are interested in gold, I'm the, at the Gold Standard Group. So goldbackers.com. You know all that good stuff. True. And Jay? Oh, yeah, well. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can reach my girl. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm a barber, so you can hit me at Cuts by John on Instagram. Oh, shit. You better plug your shit. Cuts yeah, yeah. by John. Cuts by John on Kid. Yeah, cuts by John. Is it Cuts yeah. spelled regular? Nah, with a Z. Okay. Cut. Ooh, cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By John. All right. Yeah, do a little haircut. And, of course, you can keep up with me. My personal page is starring underscore Chelsea. We're going to be having some really great things. I'm showing. I've lost six pounds, bitches. Yay. So I'm going to 
gonna start posting some of the things that I'm making and eating and some of my workout uh, with Baker Unified Fitness, as well as some of my workouts that I do on my own. And that's gonna be part of my Instagram and shit because I'm finna look like a a Costco size snack. Okay, say, you looking like a snack? Yeah. Now, so, Ooh, bitch, don't hide me. <laughs> um, yeah. So, if you want to follow that, of course, it's starring underscore Chelsea, and then follow the podcast page at Singleton City Podcast, and make sure you like. Comment, review, motherfuckers. Leave a review. Um, Stop sending me the DMs and just post it to iTunes. That would be really helpful. And um, as always, man, stay blessed and stay focused. Oh, shit. That's what I say on the radio. I'm just like, what is going on? Is that the end? Are we done? Yeah, we done. Bye. Bye. Oh, one thing. One thing, and it has to be short, Rico. I had a listener letter that I wanted y'all to answer real quick, real quick, (laughs) real quick. And I want it has these answers have to be short, tight, and concise. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. She titled it "I Want My Man Back." I was married for five years, and after thinking I was unhappy with our relationship, I made the decision to divorce my husband. Soon thereafter, I started seeing a man in a different state. It was a long-distance relationship, which was fine because I still had my own life and remained cordial with my ex. I ended up getting engaged and made plans to move out of state with my fiancé. Sadly, I called the engagement off and soon after my ex decided to ask me out on a date. I accepted and had a great time until it came to sex. I had contracted herpes between the time we divorced and our reconciliation. When I told my ex about my diagnosis, he was blown away by the news, which was qu- was complete blow to my confidence and affected my self-esteem. Since then, my ex has been dating a very successful, beautiful woman, and my ex my ex and his girlfriend have been together. Oh, my ex-husband and his new girlfriend have been together for about a year now. While we were once cordial post-divorce, my diagnosis disclo- after my diagnosis disclosure, we didn't talk anymore whatsoever. I ended up moving out of the state to marry the man I was once engaged to. However, I'm not happy, and I want my ex back. I'm sad because I have so many fond memories from not only our marriage, but from our friendship, too. If I only had realized when- this when I thought divorcing the love of my life was the cure to helping my happiness, I need advice. On why, like, I guess she needs it. <laughs> Girl, you got a lot. Mm-hmm. My first yeah. advice would be to get on a prescription of some sort, okay? Jesus Christ. There ain't no cure for what she got. Yeah. But yeah, you can get a prescription. Yeah, you can get a scription for something, though. How you know she not on a scription? I mean, I'm just, that was just my, my word. Um, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> she don't faced, know what I was faced I was with making sure the baby taking a medicine. Huh? I was faced with something similar. Like, okay, so she wants her husband back. Do you think she should just take the L and like? Yeah, she's gonna she probably, have to. She's gonna have to take the L. She's gonna have to. Would you she, not want her back because she has the herpes or because? Yeah, that, hey, I, that, that's probably hey. the primary. Reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the primary that's the first reason. reason. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. babes. You, what? Hey, you chose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, you chose. Damn. Well, sis, um... Good luck with that. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> if you're... Well, well, first of all... We're I'm not just, laughing at you. Right. I'm going to just say this, sis. 
Um, I listen to The Breakfast Club all the time. These niggas are fucking weak in the corner. I listen to The Breakfast Club all the time, and they they always talk about herpes on the show for some reason. And they were they always give these statistics about like one in every four per- people have herpes. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot herpes. of people have herpes. So just tell your ex husband he probably has it too. So. I mean, oh, and everything cool. So, right. No, he, <laughs> Damn, so he right, found baby. out yeah, about it. He found what I'm saying is that, like, in this world, yeah. one in every four, at some point, he's probably gonna get Damn, it. it's six of us in here. With that, with you, that, you know, let, Damn, let me just say this really quick because I was faced with a situation <laughs> like that. I was faced with a situation like that. I had started like hang kicking it with a young lady that I really dug, I really liked her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She had a great personality. We got along, we laughed, we joked. And before you know, it took it was like three or four months before we even got around to having anything close to sex. Mm-hmm. And and we it was one night we got to the, to them to that level mm-hmm. and she said, you know, I don't even tell you something. Why you gotta wait till then? No, but yeah, but, when but is I, the right respect, time I respect I respected her it. more. Because she said I respected it. her more No, after she that. should say it, but my And thing... we didn't we didn't end our we just didn't fuck. We didn't, you know we didn't she had herpes? She had herpes? Yeah, she told me she uh-huh. had she had herpes. Okay. And and, uh, and she fully disclosed it to me. I made a decision at that point that I was gonna close out that evening early. <laughs> but yeah, which is your but, right. But, right. but I had to process it all. And what I did was we we went out for drinks like two nights later, and we and we kicked it. We went back to the friendship we had before right. we tried to inv- right. involve sex. I have so much respect for you for at least doing that because I think a lot of people mm-hmm. would get scared to say it because it would end the relationship. Like if after that you just never talk to her again, then no, I feel I like that. that's why people don't right. say things at all. So I have so much respect for you. And I, and I got more respect for her because it took courage. Right. To, yeah, to, that's to, a to, scary to, thing. To right. put the brakes on that moment. to because And I respected her more because she respected me more yes. to even tell me. Oh, yeah. you giving she that good been gospel shitty. show. Ooh. She could have been shitty. She I could have been all up in that shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, mm, all yeah. And I, I definitely think that um, you need to more so assess your own happiness without involving one of these niggas. <laughs> you got your... No, you I'm talking about the, the lady that wrote <laughs> in. Yeah, because we off the market. <laughs> yeah, you're assessing... You're basing a lot of your happiness off of which man that you're with. You just need a moment to yourself to, like, figure out what it is that you want. Because it seems like when you have one thing, it's always like that grass is greener. And the grass is greener wherever you fucking... Cut it or mow it, whatever the fucking saying is. It's greener wherever you take care of it. Right. So if you're so focused on your ex, the reason why you're so so not happy in your current relationship is because that energy that you're putting in thinking about your ex that you want to get back with, you could put in a man that's accepting your your situation. Well, I shouldn't say situation, accepting your. That was gonna be my next that. question. Yeah, okay. I think she should. Well, no, what does the current guy know that she? Yeah, the current guy knows she has herpes. Okay. Maybe yeah. she, so hold on. All right, maybe I'm lost. Did she catch her piece for some random dude? Or we, she don't, after we don't know. We don't know. After the divorce. So she after got her piece from the next divorce. dude. The next dude after the divorce. The ex. Whatever it is, the man so that she's marrying. Dudes? Yeah, the man that she's marrying knows that she has herpes. Or he has it too. Or he has it too. Well, That's what I'm right. trying to figure out. Did she just say, fuck it, I'm going to be with the dude that gave me the herpes? No, she doesn't want to be with him. She wants to get back with her ex-husband. 
Oh, right. Right, but her ex-husband wanted to date her until she found he found out she had herpes. And you're worried about your ex-husband, but he still feels the same way. Don't disrupt his happiness. He got another girlfriend or whatever yeah, it is. That's what I was right. saying. Don't disrupt don't do his happiness. Let, let him live. For you let to come live. over and herpes fuck shit freak. up. And I'm not even talking about the herpes. You coming over not knowing what the fuck you really want. And then when you're not happy with him, leave right. him again. Because you're not going to find the happiness. You just need a moment to yourself, sis. That's been this week's episode, goddammit. Bye, hoes. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.